In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the fourth Sunday of the Holy 50 Days. And the Church, actually, during the Holy 50 Days, speak to us about our new life that we received with the resurrection of Christ. Each one of us participates in the resurrection of Christ in baptism. When we are baptized, the old man, the carnal man, the person who is born from our biological parents, die, dies in the water of baptism. Then he is risen again with a new nature. And with this new nature, sin has no power over him. Temptation, Satan, has no power over him. But when we sin after baptism, we sin by our own choice and by our own will. That's why the reading of the 50 days, what are the things that God helping us and sustaining us with during our journey in life before we go to heaven. And this is very similar to how God supported Israel when they left the land of Egypt, the land of slavery, and before they entered the promised land, their journey in the wilderness of Sinai. So more or less, our life here right now, after baptism, is like the journey of Israel in the wilderness of Sinai. First thing that will help us in this journey, our faith. We believe there is a promised land that we will get into. Our faith that we will go to heaven, to our eternal inheritance as the children of God. This faith motivates us and helps us to fight against the temptation of sin. That's why the first Sunday of the Holy uh, 50 days spoke about faith in the story of Thomas. When the Lord told him, because you have seen me, Thomas, you believed. It is more blessed to believe without seeing. Faith help us in this journey. Another thing actually that help us in this journey is the manna that came down from heaven. Like the children of Israel during their journey, they needed food. They are in wilderness. And the food that nourished them was manna descending from heaven. And the Lord Jesus Christ said, I am the bread of life who came down from heaven. So he is our new manna, the Lord Jesus Christ. And he gave us his body and his blood 
on the altar every Sunday. Nourishment, salvation, forgiveness of sins, and eternal life to those who partake of him. As I said, after baptism, sin has no power over us. But many times we choose to sin. Then how these sins will be forgiven? It will be forgiven through repentance, confession, and communion. That's why second Sunday, the church spoke to us about Jesus, the bread of life. And how important to partake of his holy body and his precious blood in order to be sustained and supported during our journey here on earth, given for us for salvation, remission of sins, and eternal life to those who partake of him. Also, the children of Israel in the wilderness of Sinai Besides, they needed food, they needed water. It's wilderness. And God actually allowed water to come from the rock. And the people drank from this water and quenched their thirst. We read in First Corinthians, St. Paul says, the rock is Christ. What about the water? Christ told us, I will send you the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is like the water that coming from the rock, from Christ. He is sending the Holy Spirit to us. And in the Gospel of St. John, when the Lord said, He who believes in me, fountains of living water will come from him. St. John commented on this verse and said he was speaking about the Holy Spirit. So this water represented the Holy Spirit. And last Sunday, which was the third Sunday, the Gospel was about the Samaritan woman. And the Lord spoke to her about the living water. The living water is the Holy Spirit. He who drinks of this water will thirst again. But he who drinks from the water that I will give will never thirst. And after our baptism we are chrismated by the Holy Oil and we receive the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit dwells in us. You are the temple of God and the Holy Spirit dwells in you. This indwelling of the Holy Spirit convict us of our sin, righteousness, and judgment, teaches us, uh, guide us, comfort us, sanctify us. So during this journey, the presence of the Holy Spirit also will help me during this journey. Another thing, the children of Israel in the wilderness of Sinai, they needed guidance in their journey in the desert. It's desert. So God actually guided them with a pillar of cloud in the morning and also with pillar of light 
at night. In the morning cloud and at night light. And they were following the light going to the wilderness, to going to the promised land. So while we are living in the wilderness of this world, we need light to guide us toward the inheritance of the kingdom of God. And today the gospel is about the light. Jesus said to them, a little while longer, the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest the darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light that you may become sons of light. If we are living in this world without guidance, without light, we will not know where we are going. We will lost the way. And Jesus said, I am the light. But as we know, Jesus also, we call him the Logos, or the Word, Word of God. And in the book of Psalms, David said, Your word is lamp to my feet. So, when we speak about the light, we speak about the word of God. The word of God that's recorded to us in the Holy Scripture. And as the Bible says, no prophecy came by the will of man, but the holy men of God spoke inspired by the Holy Spirit. So every single word in the scripture is inspired by the Holy Spirit. Unfortunately, nowadays, many people try to cast doubt on the infallibility of the scripture. And I don't know how they cast doubt on the word of God, the breath of God. But I think this is plan from Satan Because when we doubt the word of God, then we will be in darkness. And as the Lord said, he who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. So we have the word of God. And the Lord told us, the Father who sent me, give me a command. What I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his command is everlasting life. The word of God is everlasting life. And the word that God gave us, if we don't follow it, as the Lord said, if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him. I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. But Who will judge us? He said, He who rejects me, rejects my word, and does not receive my words, has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. The word of God will judge me in the last day if I reject his commands. And 
Unfortunately, many of the people, they don't read the scripture regularly. Many of the people. And for those who read the scripture, many of them, they don't understand it. And for those who read the scripture and understand it, many of them does not apply it. So, there is a challenge here to all of us. The word of God is very important for our salvation. So you need to make a plan to read the Bible regularly. You need to be consistent in reading the Bible. It is the light that will guide you in the journey of this life. Spend 10 to 15 minutes every day with the scripture and read it. The problem of it is difficult and I don't understand it. Nowadays, actually, no one has an excuse because commentaries on the scripture, both in Arabic and in English, are available and available on the internet for free. You don't need even to buy a book. But be careful. Not every commentary is a right explanation of the scripture. You need to follow what the fathers, the early church father, taught us. So when you read commentary on the scripture, you need to go to the right resource. And the best resource is the early church fathers. And their commentary is available. All of us, until we finished our college and we graduated, we studied many subjects that are more difficult to understand than the scripture. So if you were able to complete your studies and also to graduate, It is also very easy to understand the scripture. But even for those who did not finish their studies, the Holy Spirit teaches us and enlighten our mind. It is the light. Enlighten our mind when we read the word of God. We read about St. Anthony the Great when he used to read the scripture. If any part did not understand it, he could not understand, he prays and asks God to enlighten his mind. And God actually helped St. Anthony to study and read and understand the scripture. My point is, don't use this excuse that I don't understand the scripture. (coughs) This is from Satan, because he doesn't want you to know the light, to to walk in the light. He wants you to walk in darkness in order to lose your direction, 
to the kingdom of heaven. So you need to read it regularly and you need to understand it. Then comes the third part which is very important. How to apply it in your life. And to apply the word of God in your life you need the grace of God. So after you read pray that God may give you his grace to help you to live according to his word to enlighten every step in your life by the word of God. St. Anthony the Great said, if you want to make a decision and you are not clear whether this is according to the will of God or not, try to find a reference from the scripture to help you to make this decision. So reference from scripture will enlighten your your way. For example, many things, uh, it is not clear, should we do it or we should not. And people usually argue about it. Should we drink or drinking is not right? Should we dance or dancing is not right? So how can we find a reference from the scripture. St. Paul told us everything is lawful, but not everything is edifying. Nothing should control me. I should not offend others but what I am doing. And not everything is suitable or befitting to the children of God. So here is guidance from the scripture. I can try to answer these four questions. Is it suitable for me as a son of God or a daughter of God to do this? Is this going to control me and I'll be slave to this habit? Is this actually going to offend others? And by answering these questions, then this I can make a decision. What should I do? It is the light. The word of God is the light that enlighten our journey here on earth. So while we are in the journey of the wilderness, let us ask God to enlighten our mind and to enlighten our hearts and to make us understand his word and hide them in our hearts as David when he said I have hidden your word in my heart lest I sin against you when we keep the word of God in our hearts this will help us protect us from sinning against the word the word of God is powerful and sharp sharper than two-edged sword as St. Paul said in Hebrews. The word of God is inspired by the Holy Spirit. That's why the word itself has power in it. The word of God has power in it. We hear when they heard the word, they were pierced into their hearts. I pray that all of us 
we take this very serious because this is the light that actually enlighten our way in the journey of the wilderness of this world. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.